Ladies, feeling distant from your spouse can really put a damper on your ability to manage stressful situations. For the longest time, I really couldn't figure out why my husband and I were not on the same page. I did my best to hold him accountable as I thought I should. And while we had many good moments, I could still feel the space between us. But God so graciously opened my heart and my mind to the one thing I needed to change so that I could build a bridge back to my husband. I cannot wait to share with you the one thing you can do to stop nagging and start connecting with your husband instead. If you haven't already, remember you can join our free Facebook community by clicking the link in the show notes below so you too can connect with other Christian mamas who are looking to manage stress in natural ways. All right, let's get started. Hey mama, welcome to Natural Wellness for Christian Moms. Do you wanna feel more connected to God despite the busyness of mom life? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to become frustrated when there aren't enough hours in the day to get everything done and then you become paralyzed and then the mom guilt sets in? Hey, I'm Kristen and I'm an overstimulated mom of littles. I too felt exhausted and just physically, mentally and emotionally drained from trying to get everything done. My emotions controlled my reactions and I always felt like I was behind and just not enough. But by the grace of God, I found a little secret. I could manage my stress and how I reacted to my day with scripture and essential oils. In this podcast, you'll find scripture, quick and easy ways to use essential oils, and how you too can be confident and content as a Christian mom so that you will be able to glorify God regardless of your stress and circumstances. So grab that post-it note or whatever you can find and let's dive in. Welcome back to Natural Wellness for Christian Moms. I'm Kristen Christian, and I'm so glad that you're here today. I'm excited to share with you today my experience as a nagging wife. Yeah, I can finally admit it. I was indeed the nagging wife for many years of our marriage, and I I really just could not understand why my husband did not see what I saw, that I was just trying to help him and hold him accountable, which is what we're supposed to do as Christians, right? Like hold each other accountable. Things that I would say to my husband that I thought were helpful, like, hey, did you read your Bible today? Or, hey, hubby, would you please make time for that house project that I asked you to do two weeks ago that still isn't done yet? We're actually being received as very passive aggressive reminders of where my husband was falling short. Oh man, it was, it was just not a good situation. I was full of self-righteousness because I knew that I was working to make God a priority in my life, but because my husband didn't do it the same way that I did it or how I thought he should do it, I just kept drip, drip, dripping, and the space between us just kept getting wider and wider. Ladies, let's quickly look at a couple of scripture verses that came to me as I worked through this conviction that the Lord put on my heart as to why I needed to change and what I needed to do. So Proverbs 27, 15 through 16 tells us, a continual dripping on a rainy day and a quarrelsome wife are alike. To restrain her is to restrain the wind or to grasp oil in one's hand. That was the ESV translation. The NIV translation I really liked too. It says a nagging wife is like a dripping the dripping of a leaky roof in a rainstorm. Stopping her is like trying to stop the wind. It's like trying to grab olive oil. Meaning when we're on a roll, ladies, it's hard to even stop us in our own tracks. Oftentimes we don't even 
realize in the moment exactly what we're doing until we become aware of what we're doing. And then we can identify it in the moment. But ask yourself, ladies, are you a leaky roof? Are you constantly dripping, whether intentionally, directly, or even passively, ways that your husband is falling short or not meeting your own expectations? Do we constantly remind our husbands of the way that we think he should be? Why do we do this? Well, let's take it back to the garden. The next verses we're going to look at um, is Genesis chapter 3, verse 16. This is right after Adam and Eve in the fall, right? And God is talking to Adam and Eve and what their consequences for sin were going to be. And he says to Eve, I will surely multiply your pain and childbearing. In pain you shall bring forth children. Your desire shall be contrary to your husband, but he shall rule over you. If that's not eye-opening, I don't know what is. Like, how many times do I try to take the lead from my husband? For me, it's that's I have a very strong personality, so that was a lot. Even so much so that in our initial um, marriage counseling, my pastor would, would say, hey, Kristen, you need to, if you want your husband to take the lead, then you have to let him take the lead. You have to let him speak first. And so I literally would have to like bite my lip in a conversation when we were in a group together. If somebody asked us a question, I was so eager to answer because I was excited that I had the answer, right? How are your kids? Oh, I know that. Let me answer. But I had to bite my lip and just look at him. (laughs) And I remember my pastor saying, even if it creates an awkward pause, he will step up when you give him the opportunity to do so. Man, that was the tip of the iceberg of the seed that the Lord was planting in me about how I may be emasculating my husband with the drip, drip, dripping of my leaky roof. It's incredible to see the way that the Lord works and how he plants these seeds in our lives. And he doesn't always plant them really close together. It's sanctification is a journey, ladies, right? So fixing our leaky roof doesn't happen overnight. And we may not be convicted to do so right away. But years later, fast forward, We've moved back to our hometown. I'm, we're at our church in our hometown, and the women's group at my church passes out a 30-day devotional book. It's True Woman Manifesto, published by Revive Our Hearts with Nancy DeMoth Wogglemuth. And as I'm reading through this devotional, she has links to different resources, and this is really how I discovered her podcast. And again, I'm not affiliated with her podcast at all, but this Revive Our Hearts is truly a podcast, ladies, that the Lord has used to transform my heart and my mind in terms of my approach to being a godly wife, to being a godly mother, and just deepening my relationship with God altogether. So this specific devotional spoke to me and showed me that, in fact, I was passively emasculating my husband with my nagging and gave me the gentle nudge that I needed for me to realize I'm not his Holy Spirit. So that brings us to our next scripture, Ezekiel chapter 36, verses 26 through 27. God says, And I will give you a new heart and a new spirit I will put within you. And I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and be careful to obey my rules. This scripture, ladies, is just a wonderful scripture to really convict and pierce our hearts. (laughs) That two-edged sword right there. Thank you, Lord. Right, right, right in the heart of it. The Lord is the one who removes a heart of stone and turns it to flesh. The Lord is the one who puts his spirit within a person to cause them to walk in his statutes and be careful to obey him. So ladies, if you feel like your husband is falling short and he's not meeting your expectations, don't nag him because it's not your job. You are not his Holy Spirit. 
So what does this mean? What is the one thing that I did to help bridge that connection for my husband? Ladies, I prayed. In fact, I did 30 days of praying for my husband and also myself because as I was praying through the scripture, a lot of that applied to to me as well. But I did that so that God could change his heart, not me. And it has significantly reduced my nagging. I still occasionally catch myself, but it has transformed our relationship because that is the greatest way that I could show my husband that I love and I respect him by supporting him, by being an encouragement to him, not by being a dripping leaky roof of reminding him of all the ways he's not meeting my expectations. Remember, ladies, Proverbs 16.24 tells us, Gracious words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul, and health to the body. Heavenly Father, I just want to praise you and thank you. Thank you for your word, Lord, that it is true, that it is good, it is profitable for teaching, reproof, correction, and training in righteousness, so that we may be prepared for each and every good work that you've put before us, including, Lord, the work to support our husbands and what you have called them to do. Help us, Lord, to remember that a nagging wife is a dripping and leaky roof. Keep us, Lord, from being drippy roofs. Lord, help us to remember that the sinful nature of butting heads with our husband goes back to the garden, back to the fall. And that because of your grace, Lord, we can choose how we react and how we speak to our husbands so that we come under submission in the godly way, Lord, that you have called us to do, just as they come under submission to you, Lord. But that we cannot force our husbands to come under submission to you, Lord. But instead, it is you, Lord, who puts your spirit in them. And Lord, we ask that you would put your spirit in our husbands. And Lord, I ask that you would put your spirit in each and every woman listening to this podcast, Lord. Open her eyes and her heart to whatever it is you may be trying to tell her right now as to how she can better the connection between her and her husband so that their marriage can be an image, Lord, of what you designed it to be. I thank you, Lord, for each and every woman that you've brought to this podcast. And I pray, Lord, that it blesses them and that you continue to use this podcast, Lord, to fill women with a desire to be close to you, to know you, and to live and do all for your glory. Amen. Ladies, I've placed for you in the show notes links to the Revive Our Hearts True Woman Manifesto as well as links to the 30-day prayer challenge for your husband. I challenge you to give that a shot this week. And I can't wait to see you back on Wednesday as we oil spotlight Elahi Sandalwood. Until next time. Hey, Mama. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you take 30 seconds and share it with a friend if you haven't already? Be sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode. Also, if you haven't yet, please leave a quick written review for the show over on Apple Podcasts. It just really lights me up to know that this podcast is helping you. Remember, Mama, if God has called you to be in this present circumstance, He will equip you to get through it. Until next time.